we're live. So yeah, uh, internet esteem, or I, I, I'm kind of curious about Kyle's girlfriend's crazy driving too. Oh well, I was just saying that um, I've got to go on a road trip tomorrow. That's 14 hours round trip, and then be back for PKA. And I was just saying it would be nice if my girlfriend's driver's license weren't currently suspended because she could chip in on the driving. But uh, you know, 14 she, hours. She could pull. Would you really want her to? She could sleep in the in the seat next to you. There's that as a service, maybe. I suppose, but my truck's got <laughs> got that really high console, like really high, and, and I don't know. You'd you'd have to be like really ass up in the window to make that happen. So, uh, I guess it'll be an interesting trip. The um, but yeah, she she got a bunch of she got like a super speeder ticket, like over twenty two miles per hour. Uh, <laughs> I was talking over about literally place. sleeping. Are you talking about getting head while driving? I'm really. Aren't you? <laughs> no. You thought? Oh, that, oh, I thought we were oh. all on the same page here. No, no. Oh, Woody was literally referencing the time when he slept in the passenger seat as I did a bunch of driving. That's yeah. what's going on there. I got you now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were referencing getting like. She's like, well, you could service you that way, and I was like, oh, okay, roadhead. That's what he's talking about. I, I now we're on the same page. Okay. Now, you have to tactically choose the middle console shape and size in the car you're taking before that's even an option sometimes <laughs> I you have grand plans and you get in there and it's like well this is just there's no there's no geometry to make this work. no those bench seats no. are the are ideal but not many not many new cars have those so before we before we kick the show off we were also talking about how the internet is terrible for your self-esteem because no matter um no matter what you do and sort of show you know bring to show and tell to show the rest of the class Someone has not only done it better, but like probably 10,000 people have. But back in the old days, you didn't have to deal with that bullshit. If you lived in a small, small town or even a big town, like you could be the best football player in a town of 30, 40,000 people. And that means something like you're a great football player. So you like upload some clips so you throw in some long passes on the Internet. And all of a sudden you see, well, there's a guy throwing 200 yard passes on here. Well, that's wind <laughs> assisted. That's not fair. This is. Well, he's on a platform, and you, there's there's dozens of people that are or, better than you, no matter what you do. I, that's the Wings of Redemption story. Did, I, he did a video on this once. He's like, I, so part of Wings' sense of self worth is wrapped up in being very good at video games, and he is very good at video games. But being insulated from the world, he literally thought he was the best at video games. Like, like I remember one time on PKA, he's like, you know, I'm widely regarded as the best at every video game I play. That's kind of that problem. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but now that he's on YouTube, he understands that where he is. He's good. He's even very good. But the best, there's always someone out there like crushing it. And uh, yeah, over the years, he's like come and gone out of that realization. Right? Remember when he was telling Syndicate that he was better at zombies? Right. That's crazy <sighs> to us. But then there are other times <laughs> when he'll fully recognize like, oh, yeah, I've played with pro guys in multiplayer cod then they're even better than him wings yeah. always hated zombies he would never want to play with us like yeah. ever like did yeah. he ever even try it i've never he played zombies with him yeah. yeah i haven't either i don't believe every time we'd ask he would a resounding no i don't think he liked <laughs> it i think his thing has always been about the competition and like beating another person it's it's always been about beating the other person or and not being beaten by the other person so to play against zombies, like <clears throat> that, that wouldn't be his thing. He wouldn't want to play against a bunch of bots. He, he wouldn't be interested in that, not in a multiplayer setting. I don't, I, I don't think it's as simple as that. I mean, he loves Fallout. It's not competitive. Oh, that's totally different, though. That's an RPG. You're, I'm, he's living that world. He's, he, he lives in Fallout right now. I watched his video. It, it, he's, he's out there. In the, he's playing survival mode. He's, um, I just feel like he plays different. Dark Souls isn't competitive, is it? No, it's different. It's, it's, 
Those games are different. Oh God! Like you say he only likes competitive games, and every and every example I, I bring up. I didn't say that. No, 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 no. He lo- he loves all kinds of games, not just. But, but what he gets out of COD, his drive for Call of Duty is, is all about, uh, you know, the, the be- beating another player and, and not being beaten by another player. That's why he loves COD. I, I've never seen him play the the store the campaign mode of, of, of Call of Duty either. That's, He's that's beaten not... every campaign level on veteran. Has he? Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. He would play it on the hardest difficulty. Yeah, yeah, it's one <laughs> he of should, if he, he should write a book. Playing life on playing life on impossible <laughs> life on impossible mode. <laughs> I was in a call. It was me, Joostra, Bendro, Wings, and a couple other guys who all had caught early. And Wings was like, you know, I play on veteran. And Juicer is like, you know, everyone in this call plays on veteran. You know, <laughs> like, 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 it, it, I get it. You play your games on the hardest level, and that's cool. But was that this Call of Duty? Uh, no, it was a, a couple of cons ago. ago. It was probably Black Ops. It was probably Black Modern Warfare Two. I bet is what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a while See, I, ago. I go the opposite route with all the campaigns. Like I, I will put it on veteran because I'm like, well, yeah, I may as well try really hard but then like three deaths in i'm like this is stupid and i go all the way down to recruit and i just clean up it's <laughs> way more fun that way i just play on easy and and have fun i've only played cod on the hardest level but i haven't played um world at war so you know i've heard that one's really tough and one of the black ops I is like i think it. i accidentally downgraded a level like i i turned it off just to see how to beat it and then like couldn't go back or something i got mixed up i was before uh, before Black Ops One came out, I think I was trying to get all the achievement points, and uh, so I went back to Call of Duty. I think I played Call of Duty One. I think there was some way to get it on the Xbox or something, uh, but I but I definitely got Call of Duty Two, and I was trying to get all the achievement points from that, and I, I had played it on the hardest difficulty up until one mission where you have to like climb a you like climb a wall and you're just in a war zone and it's just. Um, it's just like like uh, like holes in the ground and trenches. It's like trench warfare where you have to advance and you get one shot killed by these snipers who are just everywhere. And when when that happened, I knew that, that there was just no point. I think I've beaten a few of them on the hardest, but that, not Call of Duty Two. That was awful. COD Two multiplayer was fun. That I was liked the first it a lot. COD that I played and the snipers were just retardedly good. Like it it was faster ADS into that scope than any Call of Duty since. Like people instant. complained about Modern Warfare 2, but go to COD 2 and it's just immediate. There Literally were rules. Instant. In it's the, a one-hit kill like anywhere. In the COD 2 competitive scene, there were rules. You can only have one sniper on a team. Cause, yeah, cause it's, and it was so generous with the hitboxes because it had that horseshit oldie time sniper where it's like two lines here and one line in the middle. And as long as you were anywhere in this big sphere <laughs> of space, it just assumed a hit. It was, it was like great. you were shooting a sniper bullet the size of a cannonball. It yeah. was, uh, yeah. It, I went back and played it somewhere between COD Four and and uh, Modern Warfare Two, and uh, I liked it a lot. It was it was kind of repopulated at that time, so that was fun. Yeah. I went on there like maybe three years ago. It might have been a little bit longer, like three or four years ago. And the people who are still on that game play for keeps. Like they, <laughs> there is not a single person on multiplayer COD Two that will not. Push your shit in on there. Like, they know every... None of those guys, they all gave up at COD 2. When COD 4 came out, they're like, what the fuck is this Frag Times 3? I'm out. I'm just in the game for me. Me and these other nine guys are going to hang out here for the next decade and play the same map where you all on the rooftops, you know, and you jump yep. around. It, oh, 
that was the only really good map. Tanzania is that it? Tanzania. I, I think you're right. Tanzania. Yeah, I, Tanzania. I've been there. No, I it, can't pronounce no. it. You've been uh, to Tanzania. I have. It was awful. And uh, our tour guides were like, "Hey, just so you know, it's impolite to like start asking about buying something and not actually fully buy it. So you have to fully buy everything you express an interest in." And we go to these stores, and there's like no prices on anything, and you're like, "How much is this?" Well, I guess I need it now. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to be rude. Of our dollars, forty-seven like, crumb. Like um. yeah. <laughs> it was penny. awful. The tour guide, I feel like he was corrupt. Like you. He started and he told us like some stories and stuff. And then he just drugged the group by like store to store to store. And I'm positive he was getting paid off to bring us around these stores. And everyone like wants to leave, but we're staying there for like an hour and a half at a store. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, it was, I was mad. I was angry. That guy I, owned like a, a syndicate of stores. And so he told you that bullshit etiquette thing. So that when you went in there, you were just feeding him money back. Or he's like a you know tour guide by day, senator by night, and just trying to boost a little bit of revenue in his my, shit country. My is it a, personal like a theory is he got a kickback. The stores were like, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you bring your idiots to me." And uh, and then like twice a day, he brings the idiots around. Is that the, live, yeah. is it a crumb in Tanzania? Yeah. No. Are you serious? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. That you that was believable. Like <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you guys. Um, so you bring the uh, 80 crumb. <laughs> <laughs> is that their accent? Where the fuck is that? In Tanzania? Yeah, I, I, I have no fucking idea. We'd have to What do you do a Tanzanian accent? It's a <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you know better than us. What is This it? is my Tanzanian accent. There you go. That's what they all sound like down there. Or up there, wherever the fuck they are. Um, so oh. I, hey, I, I started watching Rick and Morty. H have either of you ever seen oh, that show? I watched I, the whole series. I have seen them all. Ah, I, I thought that I was the only one who'd seen it. Mm -hmm. I, I really like that show. I just started watching it. I think I watched are like eight you, episodes. Now, uh, there's only it's two great. seasons, so you'll run, no. out, you'll run out before you want to. And, How can that be? And th they take this a year and a half break. No spoilers. That was the second half. When you get to the last episode, you will like it, and you will be thirsty for the next one, and then you'll realize it's 18 months away. Yeah. From now? 2017 yeah. is when the next Bullshit! I know. Isn't it a great show? Where I, I like the whole cadence I'm, I'm of the like, people I'm speaking. I'm flying through these things. Uh -huh, I'm paying attention some. I got to go back now. <laughs> I, I, wait, I wasted at least one. I yeah, was hoping see, I, I did the same thing where I let him just play on uh, Hulu or whatever. Hulu. Whatever uh, I was watching on, I guess Hulu, and I kind of just was playing Catan with friends, letting them play through. And then I was like glancing over, like this is really funny. And then I get through the end, and it's like, no, that can't be it. Well, fuck! I, I caught little jokes here and there, but I need to go back and rewatch the whole series. I've seen the whole thing like, like three times now. It's, it's pretty hard clever. to get me into a new show, especially a new animated show. So, so I was kind of begrudgingly even playing it. I just always seen people talking about it. So I was like, let's see what this is, and like immediately, I loved it. He, he like, he's like. He's dragging him out of bed in the middle of the night, like literally dragging him. Like the kid is like, no, no, I can't, I can't anymore. And he's just like, you gotta come, you gotta come. And, and they get up, and then all of a sudden they're in a fucking like hovercraft spaceship thing. And he's like, he's literally talking about dropping a thorium bomb on on all of existence and wiping out the planet. And, he, and he's gonna go pick this guy up, a girl. He's like, you guys are gonna repopulate. You're going to be like Adam, and, and she's going to be like your E. But yeah. don't worry, because like, I, I, I'm not going to try to mess with her or anything. She's all for you. She's all yeah. for you. That's, and he's just 
hammered the whole time. Hold on. Oh, what do you think about that, Morty? Oh, <laughs> is that a great, uh, I want to talk about more, but I don't want to spoil anything. There are certain traumatic things that happen in the show, and I'm like, I want to be. Can you believe they did that? Like this is this series gets really fucked. Like. Yeah. Like it's fucked. I'm like, I can't believe that this is I'm the like storyline. And they had like all, that infinite number of Mortys secured to the outside of that building, constantly oh, being yeah. tortured. I thought that and was I season that two. Was, is that earlier uh, than I thought it was? I guess. I think yeah, it's, I guess it's like oh, season oh. seven or it's episode seven or eight. Yeah, like and that. that like so basically like Mortys in pain shield them from finding Ricks. So this guy has Mortys all over the place. And then during the episode, they're like, it's really screwed up. And he's like, I know, right? It would only take like four Mortys. The rest are just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. There are these dark, dark turns. Has anyone yeah. died in your show yet? Um, well, the professor, uh, what's it? Rick is really liberal with his ray gun. I've noticed that. Like, I feel like I, 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 at first I felt like he'd be like, stay back, everyone. But then all of a sudden he's just like, bam, 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 bam. Like, like he just, anytime they're in any small amount of trouble, he just kills everything in, in, in sight. Like, horrible injuries. Uh, like There's he some said, dark traumatic shit coming your way, dude. Something when when his legs are all broken and like yeah. bitten, he has yeah, two yeah. knees. And, and, you, you have to turn them on, Morty. They're not some fucking magic, uh, magic shoes. <laughs> Your Rick is pretty good. I, I keep hoping Rick. So I don't like how drunk he is. Like I get that it's part of the show and it's oh, a stick. Funny. The, the it's gross and yeah. and he belches when, during his speech all the time. Yeah. And I I, I would like the show more if he would cleaned up a little bit. Uh, no. no, no. I want him to go it's, worse. It's, I want him to get drunker and and, and more mm-hmm. awful. Like, uh, like, like the thing is, as he's completely wasted all the time, but somehow he's able to constantly be like making like a, a machine that'll make your dog super intelligent or space travel, time travel. Like, all, him- he, he's like Doctor Who mixed with perfect with um the professor from or uh, with Doc Brown, Doctor Who and Doctor Brown mixed together. He's, I want uh, him to do more good for the world. Like he's clearly capable of solving like intergalactic, multidimensional problems. He, he does, but he takes like they'll ask him to do things like. Uh, you know, we need help with X, Y, and Z problem around the house. And he'll just, like, throw something at him, like, whatever. <laughs> and then he takes Rick on some adventure to do nothing, like go to a intergalactic Dave and Busters and play games. <laughs> like, and yeah. that's, that's it. And that's why it's great is because he's just a hammered grandpa with no friends because he's such an asshole except for a uh, bird person. Bird person is his only friend. And they oh. just fuck around. Yeah, bird person. Yeah, I remember bird person now. I, I, I like person, that it's yeah. I like that they're going. I haven't. I like that they're going on these adventures together. I think that's what I enjoy. I like seeing where they're going to go next or what the new reality is going to be because they're going. It's an inter interdimensional ship, so it can go. It it does time, it does space, and it does multi multiple dimensions. I, so he can go anywhere and do anything. Yeah, and they make yeah. fun of themselves the whole time doing it. Where like if something really doesn't make sense, yeah, don't ask questions, Morty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, no, just like early on in the first show, I forget what little problem he had to solve, but he's like, he needs a seed or something. He's like, yeah, so I solved it by uh, making an interdimensional portal and going here and going there, and, it, it, and he just lays it all out, and you're like, holy shit, I'm in for a ride on this show. Yeah, I like- and it looks so endearing with like <coughs> grandpa, and like that's what kind of strikes you with it is like some shows like South Park, like it's a cartoon. But I guess maybe because it's been around so long, it doesn't look like an innocent cartoon. So much of what, like, just just the weird animation style. You know it's going to be kind of Yeah, adult. the cardboard cutout. Yeah, you know that kids aren't watching that. Like, this... Yeah, it's kind of synonymous at, with, yeah. with a hardcore adult cartoon mm-hmm. now. 
when you look at Rick and Morty's animation style the first time, if you were just to see a placard of it, you'd be like, all right, that looks like a, you know, a, 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 a lovable grandpa taking his child on intergalactic adventures. And then it starts with him just bursting in blackout drunk to his <laughs> grandson's room. Just, <laughs> we got to go. We got to right now. Like, just <laughs> pulling him out. It's like, oh. Oh Rick, you know. <laughs> I like that. Like so, so on like the first journey uh, that happens, he drags him out of bed, and the kid has missed so much school, and he's slept through so much school that he's failing everything. <laughs> and so they have to go on this um, this journey to get these giant seeds. And at in the end, the kid has to shove them up his ass. The gra- grandma's like, "I'm gonna need you to shove these up your ass." I'm sorry, real deep up there. Get way they, up there, Morty. Way up there. <laughs> and that's, that's actually all Morty was for in that episode. Like, he didn't have to bring him, except he needed a seed transporter. He He's needed his colon. Like, I'm, I'm loose, Morty. They fall right out of me. fall right out of me. <laughs> 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 He's like your rectum, still like 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 it's young, young, and, it's young and manipulable yeah. or something. I don't know. It's young Supple. yet malleable. <laughs> so, and they get back, and and, uh, and and the parents are like, "This is it. Like like you got to move out to the grandpa. You've got to leave. Like no more adventures with you and our son. He's failing." And he, he's like, "What's?" Th- What's the square root of pi? And the kid spits it out instantly. And he's, he, and he's like, how do you find the area of a hypotenuse? Blah, blah, blah. Spits out a bunch of technical jargon again. And then he's, he's just like, see there? He's been hanging around with me. He doesn't need school. School's stupid. We, I'm teaching him everything he needs to know. He's going to be a scientist like me. And they're like, well, all right then. You're going to make our kid a genius? You're doing a good job so far. And they like let it go. And the kid's like, wow, really a genius now? He's like, Oh no, that's that's just temporary. From those seeds I had to shove up your ass, that's that's gonna wear off. You're you're gonna be a real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep hoping that there's some like kernel of goodness inside Rick. Like he's gonna turn around. He's capable of such great things. And that guy's just a real asshole all the way that's, through. See, I don't know why you're hoping for him to be good. I have fun with every bit of being an asshole that he does. Yes, where I, you I, expect I, I the, the granddaughter, like them to get to him eventually when they're trying to like throw off that episode where he's having like a big orgy constantly and the grandson the granddaughter are trying to get him to go back and he's he like he takes a second and like pauses you know looks at him somberly like it's about to be a south park learning curve moment he's like whoa why don't you just get out of here like just (laughs) get the fuck out you know i'm gonna keep fucking this prostitute and you can all leave you know (laughs) i like like, and uh... then uh, he yells at his granddaughter that one time and morty's like uh you shouldn't tell your own granddaughter to fuck off, Rick. That's not cool. Like, <laughs> and he doesn't care. It's awesome. <laughs> I like it a lot. I'm gonna watch some more tonight. Um, I, 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 I'm glad I, I checked that out. Have Have either of you watched? Oh, I've also been watching that Aziz Ansari uh, show, and I got about three episodes in, and I started liking it. And mm-hmm. now I've got like I'm nine episodes in now, and I do like it. I like um, Jessica Jones. I'm a uh... Halfway through my third episode. Melissa's watching that. She seems to like it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't checked it it's out. It's dirtier than I expected. Like most of the Marvel ones are really kind of G rated. Even um Daredevil to me is pretty G rated. Like the but uh I mean Really? Yeah. I feel like it's the most I thought it was the most violent thing Marvel had done thus far. Well, Jessica Jones fucks a lot. Um and uh, what does she do? Like is she, she fucks she's a detective? A lot. No, I know, I know she talks a lot, but uh, she's a detective who also is good at fighting. Or... Yeah, she seems to specialize in catching people in adultery, but her job doesn't play, it's thus far, a major role in the show. Uh, there's a, a protagonist who has mind control, and in spite of the fact that she is a complete badass, uh, as well as an associate of hers, 
um, she's very concerned about this mind control guy. And that's as far as I am. Okay. And it's based in Hell Ki Hell's Kitchen right alongside Daredevil and... Um, I think so. Uh, it, I, I'm sorry, it, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it seems to be. But she, like, I haven't seen any crossover stuff yet. Flash has a lot of crossover. Like, I, I felt like the Arrow was in every third episode. Have you guys watched that show where apparently... Like, I, I've just seen it, that you can watch it on Amazon Prime. I, I know you guys have that. It's like if the Nazis won World War II. And Kitty she, has you, watched all of out? that. Yeah, Kitty's watched it all and says it's really good. Um, I, I, I should. It's, it's an interesting premise. Yeah, what's it called? Something like A Man on the Hill or... The Watchtower or something. And in the Watchtower? I don't know. Yeah, really, sounds... really bad name for a series that seems enthralling, like to be hmm. living in a post-World War II world where the Nazis won. How do you think the good? economy is, Kyle? I know that you've stated before that Chancellor Hitler would do great things. Um, well, yeah, of course he would. Once he, I mean, yeah, he would crack right down on today's big banks. You know, that's for sure. I just don't feel like I've seen Germany really as an economic superpower. Why would he be so much better? <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? They're the most successful cu country over there right now. Germany? I, yeah. We Overwhelmingly. Could, we would shit on them. We're Americans. At what? Economy. <laughs> and what, so, so like GDP? Sure. Like, uh, not by not by capita. Uh, huh? Are you sure? That's true. Sounds right. I, I I'm no, I'm guessing, but I'm a I'm making an educated guess that 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 the German GDP per capita cannot be as has to be higher than ours. For now. Until they. They go the way of letting a lot of people into their country that might not assimilate. Uh, no. Might mess with them. Uh, the Germany per capita GDP is 46,000, and the American is 54,000. Oh. What's the gross national product? Uh, I don't know. Is, hasn't GNP outdated from like the 90s? I was just thinking of things I learned from intro to economics. And so I, I thought I would throw that question out. But there's fewer Germans, by, right? There's like, right. So not only head, do we I produce more per person, Germans. but we have more people. There's only yeah. 90 million Germans? I think there's, uh, once again, educated guess here. I think there's 90 million Germans, and I think there's around 330 million of us. Uh, counting Puerto Rico. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> least, actually, that's a pretty good estimate. There's 81 million Germans. Very good estimate. It doesn't France? They're the most populous country in that region, aren't they? France. Is. I would guess no. I would guess that they're fewer French. Only 35 million. <laughs> you, you raise your eyebrows. I really like feel like he's show. cheating, but I, I, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm oh, just he's guessing. not cheating because there are 67 million. French. See, there you go. Two out of oh. three. That's not bad. Well, fuck. All right, got to get this franchise back on track with these random guesses of <laughs> the population. Uh, How many people are in Portugal? <laughs> people? Is this a good show? Well, yeah, there's no people. They're not really people. Uh, Portugal. Shit. Portuguese I... are a proud people. Hmm. Maybe. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Portugal, 21 million. Next to Spain. 20 million? I like your guess. But it's actually 10. 10.4 mm, million. Many. Off by a factor of, of a lot. So did you see that the uh, that, that that Turkey shot down the Russian fighter jet? Very and, interesting. And then the Russians send a, a, a search and rescue helicopter, and fucking ISIS shoots that down. 
Oh, it's nice to see somebody else dirtying their hands in the water for, for once, right? It used to be our shit that was always having this awful shit happen to it. $100 million dollar planes falling down in the desert over some bullshit. It's so nice to see like, them. Turkey's a NATO ally. So when Turkey's attacked, it's like England being attacked. Like we're, it's a NATO ally. They weren't attacked, though. They were just tired of Russia being in their airspace. And they had told them repeatedly, like, hey, get the fuck out of here. This is our airspace. And Russia was like, uh, we're, we're Russia. We're going to go ahead and do what we want to do. So there's some and controversy on the airspace thing. Um, so Russia says they weren't in the airspace. Turkey says they were. Um, some, I think it was an American official, said they were actually in the airspace for two miles. So it was seconds. Like, Yeah, it is seconds, yeah. Yeah, they were in the airspace for two miles. And by the way, they had 10 warnings over five minutes. So they were warning them when they weren't in the airspace. They had to, unless they just kept going back to the same two fucking miles, which you know they didn't. I wonder what they shot them with. I, I, I always wonder when modern aircraft from first world countries get shot down. What happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess these people were ethnically Turkey. They were in Syria, but they were ethnically Turkey. No, it was over. It was in Turkey, right? So they, I think the shooting down. No, okay. So Russians, Russia's bombing people in Syria, but ethnically they're Turkey, Turkenese. I don't know what the fuck. Turkish. Turkish. Turkish thank you. Um, so uh, I'm try, I hope I have this right. It's all really new. It happened like today, but ethnically they're Turkish. So there's a certain bond between these particular Syrians and the Turkish people. Right, in, in the same way the Canadians are ethnically American, right? <laughs> uh, I'm well, slipping in bad yeah. jokes, but it, so anyway, the similar thing had happened just recently with Russia, right? There are people outside of Russia in like the Ukraine or Crimea or whatever that were ethnically Russian that they kind of like, uh, what is it called when they annex it? Yeah, they annexed their land and protected them. Like the Russia, Russia brought in troops because. In, I think it was Crimea, they were like rebelling or whatever. And Russia got involved and said, look, some of these people are ethnically Russian. Like they, they're not in our country, but they kind of belong with us. You know, the, the, the borders just don't match the, the population. And they annexed that part of the country and protected them because they were ethnically Russian. Well, there's a similar thing going on in Turkey, if I understand this right. Mexico's been trying to do that in Los Angeles for years. <laughs> yes, they have. Look around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if I understand right, the reason Turkey was really so adamant about this is that the Russians were bombing people that were ethnically Turkish and they felt an obligation to protect them. Even though they're in Syria, they're their people. And uh, Russia's like, this is ridiculous. It's a knife in the back, etc. But one might argue Russia did the same thing two years ago. Do you think this is going to escalate very quickly? I don't think it will, but I'm scared it will. I mean, it feels like this is how World War Three starts, right? Nah, you know? no way. A NATO ally blows up Russia. Russia, you think Russia's going to be like, you know what? Free pass. This one slides. They probably won't. I, they don't have a history I, of doing that. I'm pretty sure Turkey has an enormous army, don't they? Is that this? This is my this is my fourth gander of the night, my fourth guess of the <laughs> night. But I, I'm pretty sure that like it's one of those countries with the really big um, like uh, standing army. Is what I was looking for. So largest standing armies, probably like China, then the U.S. Uh, it won't be, a, we won't be in the top three. Or maybe China, India. I bet, 
I, I think Turkey's got a bunch. It's a crazy country with a ton of people. Like Bangladesh, oh, North Korea. North Korea has an enormous army. Oh, oh, do yeah. you have a link that you're looking at? I'm looking for one. No, I, I'm just... Um... Pure speculation coming from this side <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is flowing right out of my brain, Woody. Yeah. I don't right. need I want to say sources. two million, you know. <laughs> I, I will guess that, that North Korea's army is a million men and that Turkey's is, is somewhere probably close to that. North Korea uh, has a huge standing army, but they don't have any good shit to equip them with, do they? Yeah. For the most part? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think anybody really knows. What? So who are we looking at? Turkey? Turkey, yeah. So if you go by military budget, um, it's hard to tell because I don't have numbers next to them. But Singapore, Taiwan, there is they are at I guess ten billion, and Russia by comparison is seventy billion, and the United States is five hundred and eighty billion. So I don't know ten billion. They're right between like Oman and Singapore. Above Indonesia. Uh, 664,000 for Turkey. Yeah, I got 640,000. They're ranked. Russian, Russian Federation, 1,040,000. Uh, number one is China with 2.2 million. Number two is US with 1.4 million. Oh, I found a big list here. Hang on, I'll link you. Hmm. Wikipedia yeah. rescue here. Korea. So I would say Turkey is not that awesome. In terms of military strength, unless you guys can provide a better source. The it's... eighth largest standing army in the world. Yep, seventh on my list, but that's still close. I did not expect Egypt to round it out at ten. That's odd. A lot of Egyptians. <laughs> that Yes, there are. Yeah. Yeah, eighth largest in the world, but about a third of Korea. Where the hell is Russia? About half of Russia. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. It won't escalate, but if it were to escalate, what would we even do? I mean, ah. we would back Turkey, I guess. Well, they're a NATO ally. Just... Yeah. I feel like you have to back Turkey. Do we? There's well, yeah. we said we would. I don't What's know. What's the last thing Turkey did do. for us? Turkey's pretty sh I I feel like Turkey's one of those countries that's always uh it's always working secretly against us somehow. They're always working with our enemies. I feel like they 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 I, Russia's got a bone to pick with them. I, I I heard Putin call them out for being um, supporters of terrorism, and I think they are. Fuck Turkey. I don't think you're supporters wrong. Supporters of terrorism. What does that mean? Like they like their their president is like yeah, like just loving it, watching CNN, masturbating to all this shit going down. <laughs> no, I I've seen. <laughs> well, like, I I think that 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 in a similar way that Pakistan, for example, like allowed Al Qaeda to kind of operate within their borders freely. You know, they they shielded Osama bin Laden for so many years. That's why we couldn't fucking find him. The Pakistanis had him hidden over there, and uh, in, in the same in a similar way, uh, or not the, in a similar way, I think that um, the Turkey's probably doing a similar thing with uh, with, the, with the with ISIS. Hmm. They're right on the border there. I, I guarantee hmm. they're oh. ISIS fighters moving freely across that. Did border. you hear Al Qaeda just struck a major blow against ISIS with a suicide I, bomber? What? It's it's apparently in. Iraq or Iran? I forget. Way too many letters. In it Canada. was Iraq. It was Iraq. And yeah. uh, an Al-Qaeda guy with literally a suicide bomber with a vest and everything managed to get right next to the leaders of that particular little group of ISIS people 
and he just blew them all up with this suicide vest. He basically did to them what they do to like moms and children and stuff. Ooh, drama alert in their <laughs> little community. If they were in a you know terrorist reality show, that would be what happened right before they cut to break. People watching, you know, like what what's the incentive there? Like Al Qaeda is like we gotta you know. Yeah, you know, we're 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 militant too. Don't get us wrong, but you guys gotta hedge your bets and cut back a little bit. Like you're making us all look like way bigger assholes than we're trying to be. I think it's just a big power grab in the area. Like it, 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 they say it's religious, but to me the religion is just a recruiting tool, and that it's really the same thing as every other war that's ever been fought. It's over money and power and such. And uh, Al Qaeda probably just like, dude, ISIS is beating everyone here. Why don't we take a stab at them and? Maybe we'll fill the void. Isn't ISIS by far the largest now? Because they're like pretty much allied with Boko Haram. Yeah, isn't that Africa? crazy? Like a year ago, I think one of our politicians, American politician, basically called ISIS the Al Qaeda JV team. That was Barack Obama. I'm gonna check. Couldn't that, have been Barack. I don't... All right, before you, ch you always fact check me. I, you, you should. Yeah, have, you well, should get some fucking a, facts you, right, and I'll stop. You should, Every one of my facts has been right. You should have to put a quarter in a jar every time I'm right, and I and I should get the, every time I'm wrong, you get the quarters, and every time I'm right, I, I, I at the end I get to get the quarters somehow. Yeah, every few months a, there's a, a grand, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a quarter. Yeah. Quarter come up. Barack Obama, I know things. So Obama kind of put his foot in his mouth there. He literally called him the JV team. It was Obama. Why would, you, why would you insult a group like that in that way, where then they? Like, just like a team that just got beat their ass oh, in the fo sorry, on the football everybody. field, they're watching the game tape and the coach is yelling at them. That's what they they had on repeat on all their monitors in the ISIS <laughs> labs and they're they're like uh, in their locker center. room. Yeah, in the locker room. Some some guys pointing at it. You see what they call us? <laughs> so they call us out there. <laughs> they, don't, they don't think us serious. Like, <laughs> JV. <laughs> <laughs> at least we are second line varsity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, Obama called him the JV team, and uh, it's a quarter. Yeah, it's, I, you know I have to agree to these terms. How, how many quarters did he lose on the the populations? Two the population thing. He got won... two quarters and lost one quarter. What? Why am I obligated to bet on everything? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like every time Kyle says a thing that's not wrong, I owe him a quarter. Yeah, well, and yeah. B b because of your fact ch fact checking, you're always like, ah, let me look into this. <laughs> like I just said that, like he said that, like we should kill the cancer babies or something. It's um... good to have somebody fact checking though, so we don't go off on a weird I, rabbit hole. See, I've always thought that that we should have Chiz not on the show, but in the background as a fact checker, and like when we have these conversations, conversations instead of us like uh, looking up information, we just Chiz. What is the standing army of, of Turkey? Like eight million. Eight million. Yeah, yeah. And we just keep flowing. I, every That's other show idea. has that. Yeah, like like professional radio shows have that. They got a guy back there figuring stuff out. Rush Limbaugh has got somebody of retarded somebody back there making too. him sound like he's like <laughs> it, it must take a team of people to make Rush Limbaugh make sense on the on, on the air. <laughs> I, he's, he's always taking a pause. What? Huh? <laughs> They're having to like slowly explain things to him. Howard Stern's the same way. Actually, he'll go off on some weird ignorant tangents where he has no fucking clue what uh uh what he's talking about and they'll have to slow him down and explain like who pootie pie is and why he should he should stop making fun of pootie pie right now because he's got a bigger audience than than you do i uh really? one of my oh, favorite pootie pie obviously does have a bigger audience in subscribers really there's more people subscribed to pootie pie than xm radio 
Yeah. Well, they started out. I Stern like throws these numbers out there all the time. I, um, I think when when he signed on, there was like eight hundred thousand subscribers, or maybe a couple million, something like that, tops. And now they're at like twenty six or thirty million, somewhere in there. Huh. Uh, oh, having said that, if PewDiePie subscribers had to pay, he'd probably have. Yeah, they, you know, yeah. 50, Stern 000. subscribers are paying like paying a monthly fee of like ten or twenty dollars or something, depending on how many vehicles. But not all of those subscribers are for Stern. Like a ton of That's people have too. XM radio just so they can listen to music without commercials and have way more variety for that. Yeah, that's true too. I um I've got the package where you get stern because I wouldn't want it any other like like that's what I listen to. I'm gonna put it on my truck in the morning so I can listen to it on my drive. Yeah. I had XM for one month, the free one month, uh, the month that Anthony Cumia got fired, and then as soon as like because I only wanted it for O and A, and then as soon as he got fired, I'm like, no, I'm not upping with this shit. Like, what's the point now? And so they missed a potential ten dollars a month. So good, stern is entertainment. There's two channels of them, and it's on constantly, 24-7. So there's always something funny on there. <clears throat> and once you know like all the characters on this, it's like any other show, any other TV show or anything. Once you know all the characters, it's a lot more funny. Once you know their backstories and you get all the inside jokes, yeah. uh, I, I, it's one of my favorite sources of entertainment now. Stern is really funny. I just liked, like, ONA had a more of a revolving door with comedians, which I always wanted a lot more comedians on the air. Like, I just... I think they're better at being off the cuff funny, but Stern is really hilarious in his own right, and I just I just don't listen to him nearly as much. But he's good. That's why I like live streamers for this show. Now, I don't know if it's turned out to be good in reality, but I have this notion that like, yeah, if a guy live streams, he can probably roll with the show really well. Uh, yeah, yeah, because there's not a lot of um, rhyme or reason to the show. We just kind of go, so it, it it it's all kind of spontaneous. I I. I and I think a lot of people think that there's a lot of like heavily scripted, like segmented moments, but it's really just us talking most of the time. Who could possibly think that? Like, <laughs> who's out there? Like, right here, you can see Kyle glances to the left. His girlfriend is is holding up a a, a placard with all these things written on it. You Cue know? cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. Oh, what I don't like is they're like, you know, when Woody sets the topics a lot, that's when uh, you know the show's not flowing. Woody should stop setting the topics. No, motherfucker. I'm not shutting down topics to bring up something new to talk about. It's because the last one went cold. Throw something out there and see if it starts a thing. You need someone to steer the ship. It, it, yeah. I, it, it, it's much better now. But if you were to go back two years, like if I was gone for 10 minutes, everything just... Oh, come just on. We'd have... Me and Wings would start having a talk then. Like, you, you'd come back and be like, Woody, Woody, wait, wait, you gotta hear, you gotta hear this. No, I, I would come Tell back him. and you'd be like, oh my God, we have not, like, we don't know what to do without Woody. That happened. Uh, I believe you. But, but I, whenever you get Wings to like, get, get Wings bored and get him to start pontificating, you could, you could, you could get some interesting stuff uh, oozing out of him in those moments. I like Wings. I, I I haven't caught his videos in a little while. I want to see what he's up to. Check in with him. I saw that biz, I saw that bizarre video he put up a while back that was that was just him like talking about his neighbor who was sick, talking about that 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 no trespassing sign that his grandma had included the the dead grandpa's name on, and he cries like multiple times in the video. And and I, I that's the before that before that I hadn't seen one in a while, but lately I've been watching the Fallout stuff. So, yeah, I saw the one with the no trespassing signs. Yeah, I, I was. I hate that to was throw bizarre. stones, but and not every video is going to be the best video ever made. But that one, that one didn't do it for me. 
I, I, yeah. I felt like um, that one was a little bizarre. It oh, had it no point. Anything. It wasn't about anything. He said there's a no trespassing sign, and I guess her mother put his father's name on it, or grandmother All right, put... All so, so over at his grandma's house, there was a no trespassing sign on the trailer, and it says no trespassing, and then she signs her name at the bottom of it for some reason, and then she include, included her dead husband, who's been passed away for many years, Wing's grandfather his name there too and wing sees this and he's he's like you see that and he starts there's this whole build-up where he doesn't give you his opinion about what you're looking at yet he's like that means that means something right there and i'm like what does it mean like he's like <laughs> that means a thing and he just keeps building it up and he's like this is a symbol for like six minutes yeah built well uh, yeah, a while it feels <laughs> like and, and and then he's he's just like you know she she still puts his name on there and I'm just like, that's it. That's what's yeah. got you. And and then and, he, and then it the rat the kicker at the end of the video is like, yeah, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, I know what happened. So I he, here's what I think. I think that his hormones or, or his brain chemistry or something were a little out of whack at that moment because he was behaving like a woman whose hormones are out of whack from like birth control or something, and they're just really like they'll, they'll cry like like a dog. They'll see like a dog food commercial and start start crying like a baby, and it's just like, what's what's going on? It's like, Oh, it's my hormones are all fucked. And that's what it seemed like because it was something that was, he cried about the sign and really he was crying about, you know, thinking about, you know, his grandpa's gone. He's not there anymore. And his, you know, grandma still loves him so much that she includes it. And that was touching enough to like bring him to tears. But then he cried again later in the video when he was like, my neighbor lives over there. One time he helped me set up a computer. Well, these days he couldn't do that if he wanted to. He's got cancer. And I wish I could go over there and help him, but I can't. And then he starts crying again. And I was like, these are sad things, but these are the kind of sad things that are like so common in day-to-day -day adult life that like we should all be like not numb to those things, but adjusted to them so that we can still operate. I feel like his, uh, his hormones were a little out of whack from his, from his medication, and he was feeling very emotional I, that day. I haven't seen the video, but I'm going to make one of those of my own. I'm going to go to the, uh, the soda <laughs> aisle at the local grocery store and just pan back and forth for a few minutes. You see that? You notice what I'm seeing? You know what this means? Vanilla Coke isn't here. <laughs> there is no more vanilla Coke. I don't know if it's ever coming back. You know? And when the McRib leaves this time, who knows when it can come back again? You know? <laughs> they just openly weep in the soft drink aisle at the store. <laughs> Do you, uh, do, you, do you partake of the McRib? Have you, do you eat them? Have you had one? I've had one once, and it was just not, it was just bad. Never had one, Woody? Never had one. I, I See, I feel like, I'm going to be honest here, I'm glad none of you have eaten one. I feel like it's white trash food, and that, that the kind of people who eat it are of a lower class. Well, Marcus <laughs> had them. Ooh, What's I think that? he's uh, you know risky business taking shots at McDonald's specialty food. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> That's well, a bold right. stance. You might want to back think down. That the nuggets are real white meat, you know. <laughs> in, in, in case you're unaware, there's a big cult following for this sandwich. Like there are lots of people who make a big deal out of it. Like there's a whole Simpsons episode devoted to it. Uh, it's it's a kind of a pop culture thing, but I don't know why. First of all, it's shaped like a rack of a miniature rack of ribs, but that's like ground up meat formed into that there's even a part that looks like there's a bone there so when i was a kid i would see that like as a as a young kid i'd be like does that sandwich have bones in it who would want that sandwich the barbecue sa sandwich you got to pick the bones out and then like when i was i don't know 12 i, I realized but that shit ain't got no bones in there 
that never was a rack of ribs. That was just ground up pig that they formed into the shape of some ribs. That's a ground up pig patty that they that they're confusing yeah. us by making it look like a rack of ribs, and they're putting barbe- sweet barbecue sauce and onions on it and making it a big deal. Yeah. So it's I think that it's pork and sawdust in that shape, and it is vile. It is <laughs> and the worse than the flavor. I'd rather have one where there was. It was years ago that I had one. I didn't even finish it. It was so bad. But I'd rather have it without the sauce. The sauce is so sickly sweet that it makes your teeth hurt. On like I could feel like the diabetes creeping in if I finished <laughs> that sandwich. But it's it's beyond awful. I still I don't think those are real onions. I think that's onion flavored cabbage, kind of like what <laughs> White Castle does. That's what White Castle does. They is give you really? onion flavored cabbage. That's not onions. You know they need to co- cost cut cost somewhere. They... All those nasty little patties. <laughs> wow, I never knew that. I don't eat like White, White Castle, Castle either. I, like, oh god! You talk Castle. about white trash food, White Castle. I don't know. It's, Once a there's year, a difference. If yeah, I no. like, if you're drinking and you're with your bunch of friends and you go and you know, where, you know, where can we get thirty hamburgers for a buck? There's only one place, White <laughs> Castle, and they give, they give you the first ten. Yeah, <laughs> and it really is like that when you walk. If you see the commercials they used to have, where the guy walks in with the briefcase and everybody's like, "Oh, that guy, the hero of the party, bringing that." Like, what was off on that party is that. People weren't like didn't have their shirts off and like laying there at three in the morning just tanked, like because when you walk in like that, you are the hero. It's a good feeling. I've uh, I've never had. I don't think I've had. White I don't Castle. think I've eaten I've at had, White Castle. But I've I was, had Crystal. I was once on a bus and the bus stop same was White Castle. That ever counts. Yeah, Crystal's the same thing. Uh, what what fried chicken place did I go to recently? You don't have roads there in Georgia. Um, I've been there. It's something like Road Sugar, something or another. Um, is it like? Is there? Is there advertising red and orange? Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They. We don't have them here, but we have them in up north of here. Where I, I'll probably run, go by one tomorrow. Actually, here we've got Popeyes, KFC, um, and I can't think of the other. Popeyes and KFC here too. Mm, not that churches I know. Churches chicken. Churches, yeah, we got churches too. I've heard that's good. You have to go. The closest one to me is real like i think in downtown st louis so it's kind of like an adventure when you go where it's like oh am i gonna get mugged i'm on the way to get chicken like you know did you see that i saw about downtown st louis reminded me obama's stripping the police departments of their like tanks and shit now are you guys familiar with this no oh yeah so it's it, it was a fallout of the ferguson thing and Basically, like the, there were these whatever protests, riot, etc. A couple of the protesters were badly behaved, so the police had to sort of respond in force. Well, they responded with like real military equipment, you know. Like, like it, Kyle knows what they are better than me. To me, everything armored is a tank. <laughs> I don't know, uh, or some sort of armored personnel carrier. But there was all kinds of like what was clearly military gear and military guns and sniper rifles and like you know like 50 cows and all sorts of things that you wouldn't think police would need and uh obama made a a list of things the police won't be getting from the u.s government anymore and now they're giving them up it's just happening recently and the police department it's it's all over fox news i wonder if they're going to be on the surplus market that's your first thought (laughs) that's a good thought i didn't think these available because <laughs> if they're taken away from the cops, maybe I could get one. <laughs> I want yeah. the one that one was used them. in Ferguson. I need to know. <laughs> I need to be able to match the serial number on there and know that that one oppressed some blacks in that northern St. Louis community. Like, <laughs> now that that's this, all the value to me. 
Now that the dust is settled, I, like so coming out of Ferguson, I guess I was a little emotional. It was like, yeah, police do not need to have this. When you make the police department a military, then the people become the enemy. Battlestar Galactica uh, knowledge right there. And But now that it's all said and done, like should the police be stripped of these things? I still think so. I think they yeah, should be kept yeah. in a lot somewhere, like not allowed to use them unless some sort of edict is handed down where it's like you can use it now, like they just in case. The- but every little podunk town has a fucking SWAT team. And, and like, you're, but the, I just don't feel like the PD needs that shit. I, I feel like it's really, it's cool stuff. Like, I like that stuff. And, and the guys who are cops, they think it's cool stuff too. And they like it. And they want to play with it. So they put those order forms in for, you know, machine guns and, and, and armor personnel carriers and, and, and all that riot gear. And well, you, some of it looks ridiculous when, when you see it, when you, you know, people across the country see you out there handling what is a pretty serious protest, but you look like you're ready to go to Desert Storm Three. Like you, That's you true. just, you, you look way over prepared for what you what you've got going on. I, I feel like a couple of 12 gauge shotguns out there, some pump shotguns would make you look like what we consider to be a well armed police officer. But when Riot you're out shields. with like with your goggles and your and your SBR uh, SBRs and and you know they're covered with attachments and. You've all got your gloves with the Kevlar knuckles on them. Like, slow the fuck down. Like, like what happened to Andy Griffith? I, I want a little. I want a. I want a better police uh, force than that. That's. It's scary, and it's scary to the population because, you know, we we got to live with those people. I, yeah, relations would be better with police if they went to that, like Andy Griffith carrying the thirty-eight special version Andy of police. Carry a gun. Oh well, what you know the the look of that guy. Where Barney carried a of... gun, but he kept his bullet in his pocket. Smart, you know. <laughs> his bullet, you know. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> the one ruffian who would come like in. Like the shit, shit would go down, and Barney would be like, "Oh, he put his bullet in there." And he like, and the first thing he would do every time is like, he would he would put his arm down and bang, he'd shoot the ground immediately. And like, that's why we don't we give him the one bullet. And we, we don't <laughs> let him. Learn. It would always just immediately go off. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know, but Kyle nailed it. The Kevlar gloves for the punching and the 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 goggles and the night vision and the fucking kevlar military grade helmets the whole thing i i I, oh oh just recently uh one of the some guy in congress or senate i don't even know but he was saying that now police say that whenever they step out of their car there's like 12 people with their cell phones taking video of them they don't want to step out of their car anymore and it was real inflammatory like some people were like ah you shouldn't be scared just step out of your car and other people were like and what you're not going to do your job because of a cell phone video, yeah, you be self- held accountable, yeah, right. And I just feel like I don't know, this is a well, horrible analogy, but when they wanted to put helmets on hockey players, they all hated them. They all, they know we don't want this. They felt like if you put helmets on them, people would misbehave even more because they're protected. But over time, Everyone wore helmets, and now no one protests helmets because it is normal. They've had helmets ever since they were kids. Like, they feel naked without their helmet. The same way that probably a lot of people feel naked without a seatbelt. This is how body cameras should be on cops, right? Every cop should just have a body camera. They got it issued to them on their first day on the job. You fast forward 10, 15 years from now, they'll all have been wearing body cameras for so long that uh, they'll be used to it. So on the, uh, on the way home... I listen to a conservative talk radio show during the day, mm-hmm. uh, or not show, but like channel. So it's uh, Rush Limbaugh comes on there. He is endlessly entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. Such a looney tune. 
and uh, Sean Hannity comes on in the evenings, and there's someone in between. Sean Hannity's pretty fucking out there too. Well, Hannity was 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 talking tonight about uh, something about there was a a black teenager shot and killed in Chicago recently, uh, maybe 14 years old, and he was shot 16 times, or maybe he was 16 and shot 14 times. I don't know which, um, but. Uh, he said that the uh, the officer had been indicted, but that the video was going to be released tonight, and that there were already a planned protest on the streets of Chicago after the video was posted. So I don't know if that's happening yet. Huh. But if... Is it on Twitter? No, I'm just going off what Sean Hannity told me this evening. Which no, I mean yet. It's like, pretty it shaky. It would be on Twitter right now, right? Oh, I don't. Where know. did it happen I in the say. country? Chicago. I bet it won't happen. You want you want to know Chicago. why I say that? Why? It's cold. You're it damn is, right. It's what's cold. the weather like there? It it snowed two days ago here. It's in the thirties here at night. Yeah, I, I feel like protesting like that is really a warm weather activity. You know, that's why you yeah. got to start the fires. Get a couple of those uh, uh, pharmacies lit up, and yeah, you know, a few trash. <laughs> I thought I was bad because I was lighting cars in my head. Like he probably means barrels, but I'm a little extreme. No, no, no. You <laughs> burned down a nice hairdresser. <laughs> CVS, you burned down it. See, that's what that guy did in Ferguson, whatever. He burnt down that fucking CVS. They arrested his ass, and they're making him pay. <laughs> yeah, they burnt down the McDonald's in in Ferguson. My friend, I, I've mentioned this before on the show. He works in Ferguson there, and he was so pissed because, like, his boss was like, "If you don't want to come to work tomorrow, you don't have to. No big deal." This was at when it was all going down, and he's yeah. like, oh, "I'm gonna go in anyway, just so I look good." And so he went in. He was one of the only people there, and he's like, "And that McDonald's that I eat lunch at most days, they burned it down. <laughs> so I didn't get lunch. They burned down the fucking McDonald's." He's like, "Oh, that, that sucks, man." Like, <laughs> I've never had to deal. See, that's modern Americans. I feel like are really coddled. I feel like we don't have to deal with any of that harsh shit. Like, like just a generation or two ago. That even Americans had to deal with, but but currently, you know, the, most of the rest of the world has to deal with. But the idea of someone coming and burning down the place I eat, that would never occur to me. Like like like, I suppose there was a time when that could happen. You know, <laughs> the, the Indians could ride into town and burn down Slippery Pete's bar. You never know. But yeah. bring back the McRib. Yep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> burn it down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, uh, I I I um I always like when there's I don't. I decided not to say what I was going to say. Oh, now you have to. You were storming See, the hill and then decided not to plant you, your flag you there. Can, <laughs> you can learn from what I just did, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Gamer Tag. I just, I just dodged. Go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead. Tell, Robin, I, was go, I was about to throw up. You were about myself, to say Robin Williams wasn't funny. That's what just happened. <laughs> you don't, you don't particularly enjoy Robin Williams' body of work either. Just say well, it. Now, now that we know the poor man had that debilitating dementia that was going to take his mind very soon and and his talent it just seemed like we were a bit misguided but just a, just a, just a little bit yeah you know i'm i'm it's funny i'm okay with euthanasia i just didn't want him to become a, a role model like oh at times tough kill yourself but everyone knows that story yeah, no but but, there, but sometimes times are tough enough that that i i, I do advocate suicide right like like if it, if it gets bad enough it's like ah this is fucked right like i'm out of here like you know you're, what if your family burns in a house fire and you're all scarred and you can only see out of one eye now like like it's, it's time to yeah. go right and what's the difference between suicide and euthanasia other than one of them is probably your insurance has to pay for and the I, other one is just a little, a little more cost-effective. I don't know the difference, really. So when I think of euthanasia, I think of someone with a terminal disease. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can't just go in there and be like, God damn it. Yeah. I didn't win McDonald's Monopoly again. Like, <laughs> the, just <laughs> pull the plug. But Well, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like at some point, like, you should be able to be like, this isn't working out. Um, what I'm you were going to type the thought that you didn't share. I swear I won't say it. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. I'll tell you later. I don't. I don't have like. I guess I can. Typing type. talent. You don't have to type. He it. doesn't even have copy paste talent. Um, people. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Oh, I'm. I'm waiting on pins and needles. I know. FPS is typing. Oh. It's coming. It's coming. What is he gonna say? It's not gonna be as bad as as I. Yeah. I would Oh, it's just the N-word over and over. I mean, what was the big deal? Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I, 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 that, that, I think you could have gotten away with that. Yeah. Just to be, and, and continue. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish you I shared mean, that. I mean, it's good TV. I don't know what else to say. It is. Yeah. Do you ever I, watch you, Cops? I love Cops. It's one of the best shows on the air. It's still on the air after all this time. They have Cops Reloaded or something like that now. But the best episodes of Cops, I've said this before and I'll say it again, are from the Nightstick era, okay? Whenever they got tasers and pepper spray, it changed the dynamic of the show. Like, I mean, now you're getting, you get to see people get tasered and pepper sprayed. But back in the day when shit got hard, they just got that baton out and started whooping people. I've seen them throw a baton at a guy's feet while he was fleeing and trip him up like... Those were good cops episodes. There's this one where this black guy, he's enormous, is like out of his mind on something, naked in a barber shop, and they've got to go in there and get him. And there's no, you better lay down, you better lay. Down. All right, tie him up. But no, none of that. You got to go get him, and he's naked and covered in blood. And this is during the '80s when HIV was in Big everybody's fear. mind uh -huh, at uh -huh. least very prevalent. So like. Nobody wants to go in there and fucking wrestle this guy in the in the broken glass in a barber shop, which I'm sure is full of sharp objects, and he's hiding naked, covered in his own blood. But they do, and that's what made the the old episodes of Cops good. You never knew. I remember one a lot somewhere. The guys were just messed up out of their heads, and like the guy punches through a, a picket fence. That's a that's a great episode. He's just walking down the sidewalk, maybe also naked. Lots of naked guys. That's good stuff. Would you rather be a cop or a fireman? Fireman. Fireman. Yeah, More respected too. in today's society, and well, what kind of cop, like, right? Like, 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 if I've got to be wear like the a blue fucking uniform and and write traffic tickets, I don't want that. But if I could be like some sort of like, I I would, I would maybe get some sort of state police drug enforcement thing or something like that. Some job where I wear a suit, maybe, or at least like don't wear a uniform. Uh, I get to wear like dress casually, and maybe I get to work. Stuff I enjoy doing. And you want to be an FBI no, agent? Not that. Not not your Johnny. The requirements for that, I think, are extremely high. Like like I, I'm pretty sure you got to have basically be a lawyer to be an FBI agent, which is how law all law enforcement should be if you think about it. But it's a tall requirement. You got to yeah, pay them a lot. How much they're paid? That's but why Judge Judge Dredd. There you go. Yeah, that's even uh, that's a whole additional requirement of. Borderline invincibility that you've had. <laughs> <laughs> the suit and the gun and the motorcycle. He's he's kitted out. He can handle anything. That's true. Uh, yeah, firemen would be way better, I think. Just the law. people respect like... you more. You're a trained paramedic, and so most of your calls are saving lives anyway. You could you could spin that in anything. So many good party stories. I, I feel like you, you become a fireman if you want to be a hero. You become a cop if you want to be a bully. 
not that cut and dry, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Point. Now I'm sure, you know, cops do some heroic stuff too. And, and, and everyone they're bullying typically is, you know, the, there's someone on the other. You're bullying the bullies. So mm-hmm. I know at least two people that I went to school with, like not all at the same time, but two people that I did go to school with that trended towards not like big bullies, like stealing your lunch money and pushing you in mud or something. But they had those tendencies to be a bit of a dick. And they're both cops now. Like, of course, that's just a very small sample size. And I'm sure that there are, you know, I can add mine too. Help. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, you can add your sample side. But like, yeah. that's like, and the one I, I know someone who became a fireman too. And he was always like mischievous for a while, but was a lovable, really nice guy. And he wanted to help people. Like, what drew him to that was the whole paramedic side of like, oh, so I'm not just going to get potentially burned up every day. Like, a lot of it is like, oh, oh my God, Mrs. Smith fell in her tub and she's going to die if you don't get here right away. And then they drive not their giant fire engine, but just like a regular semi-squad car there and, and help people which i don't know that seems better mm. way better yeah I, I wouldn't want to be the, the 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 traffic ticket writing kind of cop but i would like to be the sort of investigative actually stopping bad guys kind of cop if there's no other way to put it um th- i think that would be interesting but i wouldn't want to be a especially around here like in small small towns and areas like like f- the fire departments are volunteer so like they're just doing it because they enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they're it's ridiculous. They they actually enjoy that shit. I, I I have never understood it. I I knew some. I went to school with people whose parents were into it, and they'd have like the radios on all the time, and like that's just silly. I, I don't yeah. get that. Like cop I don't want appear. to fight them. The, the more I'm thinking thing. about it, we totally need cops, right? We totally oh, there's yeah. rapists and murderers and even thieves and bad guys and bullies and whatnot. You need cops to keep a population in line, but that's not a job that appeals to me. No, like to defend cops, go back. Like I do have a friend who became a cop who was always really cool. And I was talking to him like he didn't become a cop in like a dangerous area down in the city. Uh, he became a cop in a really safe suburb, like, I don't know, 15 minutes from here. And I was talking to him like, so are you going to move up? You know, maybe go to the east side or the north side, maybe near Berkeley or Ferguson. See if you can, you know, get some work up there, help. And he's like, no. <laughs> no, I'm going to stay here for the next 30 years and then retire. <laughs> I'm going to pull over moms in their vans going seven over, throw them a warning, and then go get some food over at the fucking Chipotle. Like, that's my plan here. Like, All right, well, honorable, you know? <laughs> You're going to have to stop one mugging maybe ever. Like, <laughs> I uh, Jimmy Quinlan's a cop, and he's a really nice guy, the UFC fighter. We've had him on the show a couple times. So that's a counterexample, too. He's really good. Yeah, like yeah I, most of them are good people. They're just the worst that shine the brightest because, I mean, they they got all the media attention. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I've got cop friends, too. Yeah, they're nice guys. Hmm. I'm nice. not against cops. I've got cop friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do have cop friends. I've got yeah, three cop friends. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's enough, right? You're in a good... Uh, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm not looking for any more cop friends. I don't yeah, go to like, cop all, parties where I'm the only non All of a sudden, nobody there. wants to hang around with me. Yeah, I'm that guy with all the cop friends hanging around him all the time. And I mean, God forbid I keep up with their cop music or cop lingo. Like, uh, oh, man. I'm just trying to... I'm a weekend Way cop too friend. many racial slurs to keep up with. They're always coming <laughs> up with new ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a car full of Democrats. Yep. Oh, is that one? It that, is one. Yeah. Uh, what are Democrats? Black people. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ben Carson, there's one example, you know. They totally <laughs> just, uh, so that dude's leading. Like, no. Not leading, but he's right behind Trump. No. He's real close. No. He, he has fallen off. 
Carson, really? yeah, he's trending. So tr Trump's ahead of him by like 18 points or something by a lot. Um, the next guy they're looking at to be the you know, behind Trump is Cruz. And uh, that's an interesting thing. They're all I'd saying, prefer Cruz to Trump. Cruz is a bit of like I think they call him a wacko bird. I mean, and uh, he's really conservative. I to the point. You know where the thing about Ben Carson that, that that's made him slip, right? Well, he's not really a murderer or attempted murderer. Cruz to Carson, not Cruz to Trump. I oh, all, all the jokes he was saying. You mean are you, are you alluding to the fact that he had said all that stuff about him being? Um, you know, kind of a rough customer back in the day. and that, that Yeah, well, apparently someone changed the station it. on the radio and he stabbed him and it hit him in the belt and it broke the knife, which everyone says is like art, like the, that happened subreddit material. Like if yeah. I tried to stab a guy in the belly, my knife wouldn't break on his belt. It's just horseshit. Some, I don't know what happened, but that's a lie. And, and then uh, the whole story was weird because then he said it was a family member of his and now the family member doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, but but I think what's making him slip is his own campaign came out and literally said that like That's he's fine. having a real hard time absorbing foreign policy, which means learning, by the way. Mm -hmm. He's having a hard time understanding and learning foreign policy, even though we're all foreign policy experts over here. We literally hired that guy who's a fucking foreign policy expert, and he's teaching him privately, and he still can't pick it up well enough to even pretend to know something about foreign policy, which is all that's required for that job. The, so it's a couple things shocking. came out in his book, which turned out to be untrue. Uh, and like he, he said, he was all he, like he had a conversation with a guy in the military, and they offered him a full scholarship to West Point. Um, a lot of people took offense to the full scholarship part, but in my opinion, whatever. They don't call it a scholarship. You get a free. They pay you to go to West Point. Well, I don't know if you guys know. When you go to West Point, they give you money every week mm -hmm. or something. So to me, that free ride, full scholarship, paid, it's all the same to me. The point is, it was never offered to him. Someone suggested that he should apply, and, and he stretched the truth there. He, he lied about the knife and the belt thing, most likely. This book is just, it's got a couple of those fibs in it. They, everyone attacked him for it. And then, of course, the foreign policy thing came through, too. And uh, it just seems like all the news about Carson is bad. And he's hmm. fallen in the polls by a lot. Good, because that guy uh, is was one of the worst candidates. I feel like uh, when I uh, for what I want and what I think would be good for the country. And Trump is not uh, at the bottom of that list. And there's there's like four people that come before Trump, uh, and that Fier Carly Fiorina's one of them. Um, a few of them slipped away, but you know that that guy that that Kasich guy. He seemed like a real bad apple. I don't know. Something about him always rubbed me the wrong way. I think yeah. you're picking on me. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but Huckabee and uh, and and um, shithead from uh, New Jersey just seems like Christy. a Remind he seems like a gangster. He seems like some. He reminds me of one of the characters that Tony Soprano would like bribe to get some Esplanade money or something, right? Like, he's, he's, Christy. don't worry, Chris Christie's with us, guys. <laughs> Chris Christie's shit, Farina's shit. Um, I think Ted Cruz is. Some people will disagree. Rubio. Uh, Rubio's a regular Republican politician to me. Like, he, he's not great and he's not awful. He's just, you know, he's sane, establishment backed, etc. Um, Jeb Bush, I don't like. Uh, but there were some real losers in the Republican thing, and I can't even think of them now. Scott Walker, I strongly disliked. Um, who's oh, the the Indian guy from Louisiana? That's Jindal. Uh, Jindal. Yeah, Jindal. he dropped out. Yeah, he dropped out. Back to Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Smart. Aziz Ansari's. He comes up in the, the Aziz Ansari show, and he's like, "I don't agree with a thing that guy says, but nice to see a brown man out there doing stuff." You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that guy's funny, Ali Azari. Yeah, Can't yeah. say his name, but he's great. Um, I don't know. Republican thing. It's it's wild and wacky, but it, it feels like Trump is going to win this thing. Oh, I hope so. It's going to be such a shit show. Can you believe it? I'm so we excited. I was, I was say, months ago, I was like, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if he, if he did? If, he, if he's the guy. If he's the guy that has to go on stage next to fucking Hillary Clinton. Oh, that would be so good. That would be so Hillary's good. Hillary's going to kill him, though. Kill she's him? Gonna, no, he's going to call her fat. That's all I want. <laughs> I want him to reference like, like I want him to bring up like a uh, like like it when she's talk, talks about women's issues. I want him to bring up Paula Jones and all those women that is uh that her husband assaulted all those years and then they quietened down. Just I say no to cankles, right? That should be on a hat. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I, I, I would love that if, if if he picked on her in the in the indignant way that he's picked on everyone else. Um, that would be really good. But I see that Bernie Sanders is is really close to her in the in the in new no. hampshire and oh uh, like, so uh, maybe in new hampshire it's a tricky thing if, if i understand this right he's really close or leading in new hampshire and iowa the first two states and um the significance of that is that when you win those states you get a lot of media attention you're winning exactly. the race people will look at him differently now people like him but think he's a long shot if he gets a pair of wins out of the gate on this thing they might be more inclined to vote for him, thinking that's what that he I'm has thinking. A to I win. really hope that he does win these. The two socialist because... versus the capitalist. But there's yeah, another Trump thing. Is, Trump WWE could do better than this. The counterpoint. Trump beat Sanders, but Trump will not beat Hillary. There, there's a counterpoint, which is um, those states are not winner take all. So even okay. if he wins them, it'll be almost tied, and then Hillary starts going to win the winner take all states, and that'll change. So the, here's the discussion we need to have: Can Trump beat Sanders on the yes. national stage? Sanders know. is such a feeble. Like, look at him. The, in the debates Black Lives matter. matter, and and, and Sanders looks like that. Seems to me like the kind of guy that Trump could shout over. Who who he could shout him down in those exchanges that might matter on stage. I feel like Trump has a shot at being the president of the United States now. Now that we now that we've whittled away and whittled away, and and yeah. Bernie Sanders has actually done what it looks like he's, he might win, or at least he's going to be competitive enough that he'll get national news coverage on those channels that matter. It's gonna be. It's the people who are the voters are the are the, the potential voters are the ones yeah. who are gonna be watching that shit. It's gonna have a big impression. Sanders could beat Clinton because she's just she seems like such a dirty politician. I don't. That, that's it, what I think of her. Uh, the Nixon, uh, JFK debate where everybody who watched it on TV thought that JFK destroyed, and everybody who listened on the radio thought that yeah. Nixon destroyed because. Like it, we watched on TV. Nixon was all sweaty and like twitching too much. But if you couldn't see the visuals, his points made more sense. So I'm he wasn't wearing that, makeup either, and and yeah. JFK was. Regardless of whether it's on radio or TV, I think Trump takes that home because his presence is more like he's he's a bigger presence on the stage than feeble old than anybody. Know, oh my God, where's my uh my uh insure like i didn't drink my pre-debate insure you know am i gonna stay regular like that's what he's thinking I about hate up everything is gonna shout him down every time hillary talks i like her less i mean she's just some like they, they call her manufactured but everything about her is just not endearing to me i don't like her i think no. she's qualified and i might even vote for her but i don't like her i would never vote for hillary i don't want another clinton and i don't want another bush like it's getting ridiculous let's get a new name in there even if they suck trump Trump. He's going to fucking do it. He's you know going to fucking do it. Kyle, I don't I don't vote, but if Woody decides to vote for the Democratic candidate, you and I need to go out and try and cancel that. 
All right. <laughs> I'm gonna get a North Carolina address and, and register as quickly as possible. Just to cancel yeah. your vote. Just change your car insurance <laughs> over there real quick. Just so that... I'm gonna get a fucking Trump bumper sticker. Look, so so I'm just now visualizing this. All Trump has to do is stay the course and he'll be the Republican candidate. Because those other guys are just struggling, right? Like like yeah. we've it, they, they just are. The rest of them are weak as water. They He's don't at like 30% and no one else is over like 17. He would have to fuck up badly. And most of his little faux pas that you that like a, a Clinton or a Bush would, would it would just like tear him up for a week or two and they'd, they'd lose three points in the polls. He just said that the Muslims were cheering in New Jersey on 9-11. Nobody fucking cares. Carson the, said he agreed. He saw the video. Yeah. It didn't happen. Of course. Yeah, Trump <laughs> probably showed it to him on his phone or something. Like, like where did he see it? <laughs> That's pretty right. funny if he said that. But 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 like the the Trump supporters don't care about. It. They're like, really? Well, fuck New Jersey too, and Chris Christie. Yeah. Like, like they don't need sources. They don't. Chris care. Christie was leading the charge out there. Like <laughs> I saw Governor Chris Christie piss on a Bible. Oh my god! Like, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. He makes stuff up at, at, in every debate. In his uh, if you, in every debate, and, and if you look at like his uh, his the way he structures sentences. Oh. It, like, like, ask me, ask me, ask me about anything. Uh, is it, is it raining? Oh, it's raining tremendously. All day it's been raining. The rain has been tremendous. We're going to go out into that rain and we're going to do big things. Big things in the rain. It's going to be great. Great things out there in the rain. It's tremendous and we're going to be a part of it. Yeah, everything he says is the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Like, oh, no rain? It's absolutely horrible. Since Obama's been president, we have had rain like you've never seen before. But me, I'm going to be great at the weather. I'm going to be the best at weather that any president has ever been. And <laughs> you're just like, wait, can you be great at the military? Okay. He can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I, I really hope that he gets it. Yeah. Just because I, went I really to a, hope he becomes president. It would just be so fucking funny. I went to yeah. private school, so I always considered myself, you know, to be like part of the military. <laughs> That's a fucking thing that he said. I own, I own Behind Enemy Lines on DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> I watch it twice a week just to remind myself of the suffering of those soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Enemy at the Gates, and I always thought of myself as a sniper. Mm -hmm. yeah. As soon as VR goggles are available for that movie, I will be first in line to experience it firsthand. Uh, <laughs> they're saying his net worth is four point three billion, which I thought was because he says it's ten, and I just feel like, ah, oh, all right, so four point three, I can kind of get on board with, I guess. I don't think he's so much richer than all the rest of them. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like he's qualified to evaluate his own wealth better than anyone, right? So, we'll call yeah. it. Yeah. You know. I, it's no. Who gives? I mean, I mean, he's Donald Trump. He would know. Clearly. No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, totally. I, I, you're a little mixed up here. I, I don't think we should believe these outside sources when we got a man <laughs> right there on Ground Zero telling us what he is worth. Ten billion. Ten billion is the number. But we number. can see it happening, right? It's. I feel <laughs> like this is one of those movies with time travel when, like, or, or, or like when when they like do a flashback and they're explaining like how something awful happened. Like in V for Vendetta, they're like, it wasn't so hard to understand. People got scared. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's like showing how the government slowly like got taken over and it became a fascist government ruled by ruled by that one guy. St. Mary's disease was everywhere. The children was dead. <laughs> like, but and we're gonna be doing the same thing. Dude, Bernie, Bernie Sanders was surging. We we thought we'd get free health care and 
free schooling and toward the end there he even promised us iPads. I wanted that iPad. <laughs> and, but he didn't win. No, Trump he, did. <laughs> Emperor Trump. <laughs> Dude, See, it, I feel like people downplay Bernie Sanders lies more or less because it seems like he really believes what he's saying. Where he's like we can achieve all this and only tax those top percent people. When like just because like he may believe that really hard, which is why it's harder to be like he, that's a bold faced lie because he actually believes it. Trump, it's easy to call out on lies, I think, because as he's saying it, he's got a glint in his eye where he's like, "Who's catching me?" <laughs> Y'all know, right? You guys are, are like you in S- on it? Yeah, it's like an SNL team. skit. Yeah. <laughs> like he's Chevy Chase, like the smartest guy in the room, just like. All right, yeah, he's like laughing at Here his own facts, like he's a bad uh, improv comedian. Just <laughs> the the uh, the thing about um. I had a thing to say. Sanders, the believing it, the oh oh. I feel like it's not so much Sanders telling. If if you give Sanders a mic for three minutes, he's not going to tell you what he wants to do. He's going to be like rich people, bunch of cocksuckers, right? Cocksuckers. Am I right on this, dude? Get this. Rich people are really really rich. You might not know how rich. The top 1% has 98% of the wealth in this world. And the top 1% did this and that. And the top 1% does something else. And those now let's fuckers. Hand it off to the Black Lives Matter people. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think they really suck? I think they really suck. Vote for me if you think rich people really suck. And that's his whole thing. Like, he, he'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'll take their money and I'll buy you college. I'll take their money and I'll buy you health care. I'll take their money and I'll buy you something else. Um,. Now I'm down for getting rid of, you know, some loopholes and such like that. But, uh, yeah, I just I, I feel you like can see it. his whole you platform. Can see the if you falling if, into place. If Bernie Sanders had a hat, right? <laughs> Trump wears a hat. It says "Make America Great Again," right? If Bernie Sanders had a hat that he wore all the time, it would say "Rich people are cocksuckers." That's his campaign platform. It it, I don't know about that. But, I do. <laughs> but he doesn't seem to be very fond of the rich at all. Like, I don't know. He's Nobody ever talks about how old this fucker is. You, I'll tell you, I know why. What? Because when Hillary takes office, no. If Hillary takes office, she'll be 69. If Trump takes office, he'll be 70. If Bernie takes office, he'll be 74. I feel like a 70-year-old can't throw stones at Bernie's age. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not the... Like contenders amongst themselves being like, you old bitch. Like, what do you Pundits think you're doing? But there. people no talking is. about them. Like, yeah. 70, the difference between a 70 year old man and a 74 year old man in terms of longevity, that's, that's a pretty big difference. <laughs> yeah. One's got eight years left, the other has four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like Trump could get elected and he'll probably be okay just based on averages. Most American men, I'm pretty sure, what's the average? Like 77 or so? I don't know. Right I looked here. at my own recently and they said I was going to live to 86, which is longer than I expected. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that high, but I, it's just, that's risky business, electing someone that old. Well, I can't wait. This is going to be one of the most entertaining elections in a long, long time. Like, I always enjoy the election. I, 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 it's just a, it's a madhouse. It's so ridiculous. All that money gets spent on advertising and just blown out the, blown out their asses, really. You know, it's advertising money. All that money gets spent to just make one guy or one, one person win. And then one one side wins and one side loses, and I love that. I can't wait for the Trump smear ads. Oh, he's gonna be so. I, I think Trump can beat Sanders, and Trump can make Clinton look like 
a real villain. Like Clinton, by the time she's elected, like I feel if you like think Trump... Clinton doesn't have boxing gloves too, you're crazy. You, Clinton oh, no, will awful. smear Trump. That will sure. be a mud slinging knockout, drag out disaster of an election. You might spit on her. Yeah, like, like that, that. Those are the links that I feel like Donald Trump would go to. I feel like like he yeah. just he just like, like fucking like, like when they when they go to shake hands before a debate. Like he he might just spit in her face. I'm curious like, about they need to Trump's... do that UFC thing before of like debates now, where they get them both up there and they're yeah. <laughs> like shaking their head at each other. Right. Spits at the her. forehead press thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what if she messed his hair up? What if she was just like ah, like fucked it up? <laughs> he'd he'd put, he'd call. <laughs> you don't know. I, I so the Black Lives Matter people got like physically beaten by uh, the crowd at Trump's thing, and Trump's like, "Ah, hey, he deserved it." That's what yeah, he went he, with. He said something like, "Like, you know, there were some people, and you know, they were being loud, and maybe they needed a little whooping." <laughs> he said something like that, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. I I read the, the the thing online and it said something like, you know, it was a black person of course who was getting beaten and they mentioned four or five white men punches and kicks being being thrown. I guess he was on the ground. They they really beat him pretty good, I guess. I so. I didn't see the beating so I can't render an opinion no. on it, but I will say stop trying to take over somebody's you know put, like event and yeah. make it your own. Like that's your cocksucker. Stop it. At least go to that weak-willed Willow Branch Bernie Sanders who will just have the mic available for you. Like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I have, I have, I have no pride. No, no, no. You come on up here. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I'm trying to, you know, endear myself to the audience. But really, I'm showing that I'm a little spineless. And I'll let people just trot all over me. It, what will Putin do to Sanders? He'll just walk up to him and just flick him right in the forehead <laughs> the first time they meet. And go, you're my bitch now, Sanders. You're my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's when I was saying that it wasn't an anti-Black Lives Matter thing. It's an anti-everyone who tries to take over an event. You know, like if I'm having a hockey game and you're trying to do White Lives Matter, stop it. Go go to yeah. your own thing. Like these people aren't here for Would you. You beat them up. Yes. Uh, Would you? You got you your hockey gear on and everything. They're, they've stormed <laughs> the ice. They are at center ice. They've thrown down a rug so that they can stand. And one of them has a microphone, and the other one's holding an amp. It would start out politely because there'd be, they'd be Canadian. Hey, what are you doing here? Are you trying to play a little bit of hockey? Like, just, but then like, if they didn't What's leave, all this about? Like, do, you, do, you do, do you do that Do you do that thing with a stick where you rub the fiberglass into their thighs? Like, what do you do to them? Does that work? That doesn't work for me. I've if never... you have an old stick with shards on it, it does. Uh, yeah, you got to have your special stick for crippling the enemy. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it's because in goal you get, they stand right, they stand still right in front of you. Get out of the old stick. Yeah. Hand me Captain Splinters. I got a job to do. No, I don't think fight, dude. I saw I saw a Louis C.K. bit, right? And uh, it wasn't a bit; it was from his show. And he's there on a date, and like eight people from the high school football team come in, and they're loud and they're rude in like a diner environment. And uh, Louis C.K., who I think it's a first date he's on, is like, "Hey guys, you know can." Can you be quiet, please? And uh, they quiet down. Then one comes over. And uh, it's great because the guy's like, huh, am I bothering you? And he's like, yeah, you were. You know, but he's being like polite and reasonable. He's like, that's why I asked you if you could you know, be quieter. And they weren't being polite and reasonable. And he goes to Louis C.K., when's the last time you got your ass kicked? And uh, his knuckles are all bloody and everything. He's like, you see this? This was from two days ago. He's like, I beat the fuck out of somebody. 
His teeth came out. You know, I don't know what happened to him. He probably went to the hospital. I just left him there. When's the last time you've had a real ass kicking? And Louis C.K. is like, I never had my ass kicked. He's like, because I'm thinking about kicking your ass. <laughs> thinking about kicking your ass right now. If you apologize, maybe I won't. Maybe I still will. It really depends on how well you apologize. And if you ask me not to kick your ass. So Louis C.K. is like, ugh. he's looking at the girl and, and, and the woman, really. And she's like, you know, like, what do you do? And he's like, please don't kick my ass. And the, <laughs> and the guy goes, ugh. I'm not feeling it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you meant that. You know, like, it, I... I I feel like you're just saying that you don't want your ass kicked. Like, maybe I still should. And he goes, I get it. I get it. You're younger. You're stronger. You could kick my ass. Please don't kick my ass. I don't want my ass kicked. I'm here on a date. That's what I want to do. And uh, the guy's like, all right. And then they all like laugh and dance out the, the, the diner. And it's like, what a fucking situation. There wasn't a good way out of that. He can't beat him up. He could. He had a choice of either asking not to have his ass kicked or getting his ass kicked. Yeah, you go with getting your ass kicked. What, what's the guy gonna do? Yeah, I'm gonna drag you out into the street. Like he's not gonna beat the shit out of him in the diner. Yeah, the la- well, I mean, uh, his hands were, his knuckles were bloodied. So this guy is legitimately willing to do it. You know, yeah. and and he just described the last guy was left with multiple teeth missing. Says him. I, like we just got. Let's see how this one yeah. goes. Like, let's see how it goes. Fight. Let's fight here at Applebee's. I guess. Let me. Well, this. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm get sorry you, you fucking... scraped your knees and your knuckles blowing your boyfriend outside on the concrete. But this is not what the you want to do in that situation. Is order the fajitas and hit him with that big fucking metal plate. <laughs> but That's this is the, all fantasy. I feel like give me 25 minutes to form my response. You know? <laughs> the, the reality of it was, he really only had two two choices. He he could get his ass kicked or cower. I feel like they, there should be patrons no. who will defend him. Like, like what, there are people who can beat you up. You know, like let's say that for, in your case, it wasn't a high school kid. It was a like 32-year-old uh, gigantic MMA sure. fighter or something. It does, that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm saying like you won't do it. You'll go to jail if you do. Like, like you, you're going to be in a lot of trouble if you do. Do it. I would yeah. love for you to do it because you're going to be in so much fucking trouble. Like, like, like I don't we're adults. You call his bluff. And just we're in like, a diner. You ever been to prison? You like, call him his bluff. <laughs> both his knuckles are all, like both hands, knuckles are all bloodied up from the last ass kicking he just gave and you're calling That's a bluff. That's going to look real good in court when we, when we yeah. tell that part of the story. He was already bloody from the last person he'd assaulted, Your Honor, before he got to my client. Like, like it's not going to go well. Yeah. I remember you're going you to prison. Did you hear everything he just said, uh, elderly couple? Did you hear that as well? I'm just making sure everybody's on the same page here before <laughs> this goes down. I was in high school, and this guy I, wasn't my friend. I didn't even like him, but I spent too much time with him. And uh, he got his ass kicked by a bunch of people. And I'll just lay it out there. He got beat up by a bunch of black people because he was waiting in line, and like this 12-year-old butt in front of him. He was maybe 17 or 18. And uh, he goes, fucking niggers, always cutting in line. That's what he said. So the kid goes out, tells all his cousins about this. And then when he goes to leave, they beat the hell out of him. They threw him into like magazine racks and chip stands and whatever. And they broke his orbital bone. Um, and uh, he looked a mess. And uh, 
it went down in court and they owed him a lot of money, you know, like tens of thousands of dollars. And he always thought like, yeah, I've got some money coming to me. And his mother is like, no, you don't. You will never get any money out of this. Those people are literally worth $18. He's like, where do you think this tens of thousands of dollars is coming from? You'll just never see it. And that, I feel like, is the situation that you're facing here with your imaginary guy. You had underage defendants. No, they were in their 20s. You said high school. The... No, the, oh, the plaintiff would was, have been in high school. The people that, that beat him like, up were in their 20s. Well, that just doesn't seem like what would happen in a normal scenario. I, I feel like if you've got like witnesses to someone assaulting another person, then they, they, go, to, they go to court and we find you guilty of assault and battery and you, you get punished. That is, and I've seen that episode, yeah, I, and it's a white kid with nice clothes on, so those parents would be shelling out the money. That episode, yeah, yeah. He's still in high school. I think he has a varsity jacket on. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just saw it, and I was like, I don't know what I'd do in that situation. That particular high school kid, I think I'd roll the dice and see if I could take him. But let's assume that it's the the situation they're outlining is one in which you surely lose. And uh, I don't know. It's like, oh, that fucking sucks. Oh, you got your knife? Or you just stab him with your knife. My knife is not a good weapon. I need my gun. Oh, That's the, I hated that episode because Louis comes off as such a little bitch where it's like, you know, there's nothing I could do. Like, yeah, there was. Exactly what Kyle and I were just talking about. Like, what, order the fajita and hit him with the frying pan? Well, Why not? that's plan two. I feel you like know, that if, totally would be ineffective. I, that, yeah. Assuming you're in a sure-lose situation, right? Like, So in your case, let's make the guy 240 pounds and muscular, right? Okay. I believe he grabs your wrist and hits you with the frying pan. No, it's not about Like mid-swing? It's too hot. Like they Batman? They tell you not to grab onto it. Let's do that to you. So what do you weigh, 170? 180, yeah. Okay, 180. So we'll back off 80 pounds and say, now you're doing it to a 110-pound person. Ah, different. You see, there, there's, a, there's a bell curve. <laughs> At some point, you reach enough strength that I can crack your skull open. Like, like it doesn't... I can kill Brock Lesnar with a fucking frying pan, right? I just got to hit him with it. Like, Brock Lesnar could pin me down and stick his dick in my yes, mouth. Yes, he could. And but I have if no you choice. Hit him in the he- all right, first of all, are, are, the fajitas come with that big block of wood underneath him. That thing weighs like 12 pounds. All right, well, this is a serious weapon we've got here. I feel like whether it's Brock Lesnar or Andre the Giant or a 180-pound white male, their skull it can't be... It, he doesn't have some alligator skull that's this thick. He's got a human fucking skull. Like, just fucking hit him with a pan, right? I agree, yeah. Or there are enough just, weapons. You don't there need a enough, weapon. What you do is you just you make a, a scene about how, you know, first of all, I would go the snarky bluff route about how I'd been in prison and I wasn't afraid to go back, you know, I done third my nickel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then, then he will maybe rethink it or you just then you start to be like all right sir over there at the bar you hearing this ma'am uh waitress waiter what's your name sir susan susan thank you so much uh you're hearing all this right all right i just wanted to get that could you go ahead and give the police a ring i mean just in case something were to go down we wouldn't want to leave them out of the fun like just i guess my next you, question you'd be a real like, ostentatious asshole who keeps talking to keep them a little intimidated if i don't apologize is he going to attack me as i'm seated there in the diner is that the next step like no because nobody would do that because I can't see him doing that. I can't see him be like, oh, come here, you, and like, like attacking me right then and there. So is, is he promising some retribution in the parking lot when I go to leave? Because I can make a phone call, and, and there will be scary people in the parking lot in half an hour. Now, I've like, had that situation in hockey a lot. I don't know if you have too, Merka, but yeah, people would be like, you know, 
I'll meet you on your way to your car. Fuck this hockey fight stuff. I will kick your ass outside. And I'd think, no, you won't. You that totally won't. That has happened, won't. but nothing ever comes. Like, they haven't threatened 0% of the time. As the goalie. Oh, okay. Like, one of my friends has been, like, not on a high school team, like, my, my actual competitive team. They'd be like, fuck you, man. Like, we're, we're going to be waiting for you. We know you drive the fucking X, Y, and Z. We saw you pull up. We're going to be out there. And then it's like, everybody be like, all right, well, everybody get undressed. And then we're just going to go ahead and walk out as a team. And then you just leave as like a team of 20 plus dudes, all pretty good shape hockey players, not right. afraid of a ball. And then there's like two shitheads by their car, like, oh, man. Like, this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've had that situation too. But my thing is, like, I just don't see, like, like especially in that diner scenario, like, I'm not going to apologize. Like, if you want to attack me right here in the middle of Applebee's, like, we're just going to have to fight here in Applebee's, and I'm sure it's going to get broken up real quickly. Like, like somebody's going to stop this. Like, you're not just going to let us roll here in the middle of Applebee's forever. At some point, someone's going to pull us apart, or someone's going to stop you, or whatever that means. And I am certainly not, if it's that scenario, like you said, some giant fucker who's going to, going to just manhandle me and beat me like a child, like, I'm going to find some weapon there at the Applebee's, right? Like a glass ketchup bottle, knife. a big mug, maybe knife. a butter knife in the eye. I don't know. Throw any tizers at him. Aha, yeah. I can get another one for $3.99. Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. These, these chips have bottomless refills. <laughs> yeah. Salsa in the eye. I don't know. But, but I'm not going to apologize. Um, and if it's one of those meet you in the parking lot scenarios, like I, I'll just call someone to, to, to meet them in the parking lot. And, and and we'll do that. Like I, I'm just not going to apologize under any circumstances. I mean, I guess if it's like apologize, like I'll, uh, I guess I should have a gun. Apologize, like, like <laughs> go the crazy route where it's like, you know, well, why am I the, the gun? They'd call me the eel. You know why? As you're slathering like all of the liquids on the table on yourself, because <laughs> I'm slippery. <laughs> and you just, just ranch all over yourself, honey mustard all over your face. You want some? Oh, I've been fiending for a fight. I've been fucking fiending, and now you're here. Like just <laughs> so much for the rest of your first date, but that's hilarious. <laughs> Mayo. <laughs> then you turn. Are you ready to get out of here? You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know why they call me the eel? <laughs> <laughs> all of my plans, like all of my plans, like have a stipulation that they have to give me like ninety seconds to talk. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story about me. Uh, all right, we call it a show. Yeah, I think so. All right, PKN episode sixty-seven. Bye, everybody. Yeah.